0: Hey y'all, Hey, I'm
1: Ebony and I'm Shakora
0: and welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances, and And everything everything in between. between. Thank you guys for joining us today.
1: We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
0: (laughs) Yes. Welcome back. Thank you guys for all your love and support that you've shown us on our one-year anniversary episode. If you want to know more about why we are here, what we have learned, and where you see our set, where do you see us going? Tune into the episode. Now I will say this: I was driving to work and I was like, "Damn, episode 50, and we had a year. That's 52 weeks. So I'm like, we're gonna only miss one week, so we should be at 51. But then when I thought about it, mm-mm, you remember? So we missed a week. Mm -hmm. But you remember we started off on Tuesdays. Mm. The plan originally was to drop episodes on On Tuesday, and we switched it, and we switched it to Friday. So technically, the first episode went out on twenty yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wait, because the math, the math kind of math ain't math. But then when I, you know, we put everything in the calendar, mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's how we hit the one year around this time because we was doing episodes on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's probably why our little announcement video that we did came up, and I was like, well, because you know, Facebook was hating on us, mm-hmm. so I thought it had just gave. It to me early as the memory
0: but that's probably why because we dropped the announcing video to lead up to the first to, episode
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's what it was keep y'all on y'all toes you we know we were
0: starting off on tuesdays yeah and then okay. tuesdays i guess was i can't remember why we switched to fridays but we ended up switching to fries yeah yeah because
1: fridays was more convenient it was mm-hmm. like we'll get it you friday we got all we week, got to, get all get it week to prepare yeah
0: that's cool versus monday feel like a race to the end oh my god that well too. tuesdays for like a, At, a race coming off that weekend mm-hmm. a busy weekend yes mm-hmm. but anyway so we gonna keep this train gonna keep on rolling <laughs> y'all be liking my, my singing I too because i've be I seen it i've seen the comments y'all be liking my y'all like when we be singing <laughs> but i be coming with the song she because she know every song i don't (laughs) you gonna have to catch me on something
1: that i just recent because baby she know all the songs
0: keep on uh the keep on rolling recent though i know and that's why i know that one Mm -hmm. but anyway let's get into our first segment child listen -listen. (laughs) and i'm gonna go first i um you know, when, you, when you're when doing stuff, sometimes it's good to recognize who are the chiefs and who are the Indians, because if you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians, then you turn into, it, it's something that turns to a whole fiasco, and you know, one thing I don't do is I don't like ghetto situations, hmm. and so, you know, there have been some things going on that was very ghetto. Yeah, you know... Just make sure that you know who are the chiefs, who's in charge. <laughs> and you know who are the Indians, who just need to follow the chiefs. And if this is a problematic term, then I'm sorry, I did not know. Um, <laughs> you know, because you know, you don't be knowing what's cancelable and what's not now. Baby, so don't cancel
1: us. I'm going to change and it.
0: say, if you know who are the leaders and who are the followers. Absolutely. Because when there's too many people trying to lead... And there is nobody to execute the plans of the leaders. Then you end up with a lot of balls being dropped and a lot of things, you know, where people are going to feel like they wasted their time. And one thing about me, both of us, we don't have time to waste. Not at all. So, yeah. Other than that, I am trying to figure out because, you know, people are telling me and like, OK, we're seeing the slim. I don't see it. But I don't like my midsection. And so, if y'all just see me eating carrot sticks and celery, just <laughs> mind your, your business. business. <laughs> because they, backs and booties are doing the thing. But the love handles and the stomach is not. So. Drops mic. Oh, don't drop that mic. Don't drop that mic. Don't drop it. <laughs> don't drop it. Oh, you know, no, no, not this one. No, <laughs> theoretically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Disney no though. no but for real i see it just in the videos that or pictures like i was like i told Dez, i said Dance, look at hell he's oh she's looking good like you of course people gonna see it before you see it. understandable been there 100 still there i think i'm back there but for my child listen of course i told y'all that i was dedicating my child listen to self-care awareness month september so i want to let y'all know this month we are practicing and prioritizing some me time right because it's national self-care awareness month while it's easy to get wrapped up In checking on others, it's important for us to make sure that we're prioritizing our mental health, period. Self-care. That's a self-care tip. It's oftentimes, it's natural for us to care for, to nurture, to be there for other people. But we have to remember in that, I need some me time. Prioritizing self. Self Self-care awareness, my y'all. Self-care. like a
0: whole commercial.
1: That was pretty good, huh? Yeah. Self-care awareness. We all need it. We do. Oh, Somebody should sponsor me. Oh. Okay. Hey,
0: should better help. Um you know. No, I can't
1: no, no. Oh, you can do I do that. I do those in my I do what they do, I do in my own
0: practice. They can still so sponsor. I might as well just Yeah, true. I mean the check is the check. The the bag is the bag. The bag is the bag and honey. we're chasing it. Speaking of bags <laughs> and self care, we're gonna get into today's topic. <laughs> you know, because we yeah. all done been there, done that. We all done been in something that we probably shouldn't have been in, or stayed in something longer than, <laughs> we, than we needed to be in, hmm. and it is a toxic multiple relationship. Toxic, just toxic. We all know. We all been there. We all been there because sometimes it's what you see. The heart wants what the heart wants, even if it's toxic. And that too, but it's also because it can be based off of what you see. And we can get on, the, we can, yeah. we can type on, touch on that a little later on in the episode. But you want to tell people, our um, licensed therapist on the show, <laughs> what a toxic relationship <laughs> is? Yes. Okay coming
1: from choosing therapy this is our resource for today so a toxic relationship is one in which two people don't communicate or relate to one another in a healthy way where conflict easily arises we'll, we'll go with that we'll stay there mm-hmm. toxic relationships <laughs> who was in them
0: <laughs> Me, especially when they said they don't communicate. <laughs> Not me, because you know there's when you get down to when you talk about the signs and says you both have a hard time communicating. Yeah. There was times in relationships where I felt like my voice wasn't heard. Yeah. Or I felt like my voice didn't matter. Yeah. Or that if I showed emotion, that there was a point of that there was a mm. um, point for that person to flee. Mm. And it wasn't mm. until when I realized when I went to therapy, I kept having this dream. And in this dream, I would be a functioning human being. And then that when, it would, when that person would pop up in my dream, I would go mute. And I would literally, I never told you this? No. Oh, <laughs> I would go mute. And I'm literally talking to the person, fussing, yelling, hands, everything. And it's like, they're just sitting there like, they can't hear me. And they can't hear me because I'm yeah. talking and words aren't and coming, coming out. out. And I was like, I never understood fully why I was having that dream. And that's when she was like, yeah, because you felt like you couldn't, it whatever hers. you was feeling, you couldn't say it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it was it was and it wasn't like once. It was mm-hmm. like just random nights or just or like if something happened and I have a dream and it'll be that's like it, I'm walking around talking to everybody. I saw the house, everything was how it was, and they had a chair in that house. And I would see them sitting in that chair and I would be talking to them. And they'll hear you. Fussing at them, crying, everything. Something about those <laughs> dreams. You know, <laughs> I try so hard
1: to, and I'm in, in between because dreams have so many meanings and I, of course, it's what or how you interpret it. Mm -hmm. But hearing you say that, like I'm, for me, it hit, it could be like my unconsciously I'm saying this this is what everything that I need to get out but then surface is is not me saying anything Mm -hmm. like I'm really just going on with my regular day I'm acting as if there's nothing going on Mm -hmm. but inside this is everything that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. oh
0: my dreams is crazy and that's that's good when you put it like that it could be that too because like I said the person we would be on the phone we would be having a discussion you y'all know me if I'm well if you're being this if the per it was it was being dismissive, mm-hmm. and when if I get frustrated enough, then I'm going to it, it releases in tears. And I remember them yeah. saying to me, um, "Call me back when you get yourself together." And hung up and hung up in my face don't gaslight me and i there were and i would kick and scream and cry i had to throw stuff because i'm like the stuff is just balling up and so and i would I would cry and i would just stop myself from crying to call back because i don't like don't do that but i'm not done crying mm-hmm. so i would talk and then they're you know going off and i would mute the phone and so get yourself together my god and then i would unmute the phone when it was time you know when I didn't talk or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, the person wasn't abusive or anything like that. But as far as emotional Just toxic as hell. I didn't have have that with that particular person. Yeah. And I don't know if it was their own thing. I don't know. I just know. Because even I would have dreams where they would be doing this to me. And I would be sitting there fussing back. But nothing coming out. nothing coming out. Oh, my goodness. Like, no sound. Like, my mouth is moving. My hands is moving. But nothing would come out. So then what do you do with those drinks? Like, what did you do? I didn't, I just knew I had them and they felt intense. And I remember waking up being like, damn, that was intense. But it wasn't clicking why I kept having them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dang. And it wasn't
0: good. until and this was like years later in therapy when I was talking about some stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I remember having the dream." Oh, because I was unpacking why I was so hard on showing emotions, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I dated. I already it stemmed from childhood, mm-hmm. and I got with this person, and it's like that just played on my lack of my lack of showing emotions. So then I became this person who held, who just really held everything in." because at this point why
1: it's so crazy because when you know your friends and knowing that okay this person doesn't show emotion this way like you know your friend care you know your friend gonna be there they're gonna show up but you don't really see the emotion side and you just kind of accept them for who they are not knowing like mm-hmm. this probably something that is and it was it was I think Des Des end up saying, Dang, when y'all come up to each other, y'all don't hug each other, when y'all leave, y'all don't hug each other by mm-hmm. like like you don't love your friend? Like what's wrong with y'all? And I'm like and I'm thinking about I'm like, dang, we don't. Mm-hmm. So now I'm intentional. Of course, mm-hmm. you're intentional about walking up, giving your friend. Which sometimes I think it's just natural for us. Just to not
0: do it, like girl, mm-hmm. you know. But you know they say yo, your, your love language is it's like it's somewhat it's the opposite. Physical touches your love language, but then you don't want. I guess yeah. in a in a non-romantic setting, mm-hmm. it's like hugs don't really matter. Yeah, but in a romantic setting. Touch me, hold my hand, all like that
1: yeah because that's true most of the time that the way that you show love to your spouse or your partner is the way that you like to give or receive love you're gonna give it that same way so most likely not romantically if I love to be you know we said slapped on the butt or held hands kissed whatever whatever then I'm probably not gonna show it like that with my friends or those mm-hmm. people around me just giving that love or showing that love in a different way mm-hmm. so that's why I think it's easy to to show or present with several of the love languages, mm-hmm. right? You were talking about the 21 signs of a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. and you pointed out a few of yours. Well, oh on, yeah. only hit communication. Okay, so then I'm going I'm to give one for me. This says, bring it out. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Bring it out, the bad qualities in one another. Mm-hmm. whew. Toxic relationships for me or the one that I'm thinking about definitely bought out brought out bad qualities in me, put me in positions where I mean, as now, years later, you can look back and laugh and be like, ooh. I did do that you know mm-hmm. like oh why did i do that mm-hmm. um but when you feel like you have to protect yourself or feel guarded then of course you know you throw a, a knife at me if you don't if you don't hit me mm-hmm. i got to throw one back and of course that's not how we supposed to move knowing that through growth thank god for growth but definitely toxic relationship bringing out those bad qualities which i'm not gonna say wasn't helpful for me mm-hmm. because identifying and knowing what those bad qualities are Mm -hmm. or then i now can work on them and still working on them so that they don't present in current or relationships after that Mm -hmm. one right yeah so and to talk about the bad, the bad
0: qualities um i could say two in relationships that i looking back know that they were toxic because sometimes you don't know that you in toxic situations until you get out of it Mm -hmm. was when having those conversations with people who've known you I never get my sister telling me um yeah you won yourself Mm -hmm. you know or um feeling like you have to diminish yourself to not make the other person feel a way Mm -hmm. or um making sure like one of them said, your self-esteem is deteriorating and I Mm -hmm. remember points at one point when mine was and it was when I was I I was fine in high school and I started gaining weight back and the person I was with at the time let it be known that they didn't like bigger women. The more I gained the more uncomfortable uh, I started to get mm-hmm. and so then you know certain things they'll say well you never did this and you never did it and I'm like but yeah I'm also gaining weight and you never said you never let it be known that it was still okay. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm not going to wear certain things or dress a certain way and then too you had a certain image that you upheld and Mm so there were things about me that i was still toying with so of course now when y'all see like oh evan got the off shoulder shirt she got the one shoulder shirt she went the halter top she went all this or whatever it was doing it baby just but that's been there Mm-hmm. It was just so, mm-hmm. you can't, like, what you could and could not do. Not saying that the person, like, verbally told, told me, mm-hmm. but it was, like, an under, a understood thing mm-hmm. of, like, this is how they are, so this is how you have to be. Mm-hmm. Now, at 32, almost 33, if I can't be myself around you, then you, then you ain't me for me being with you. And one thing that I've been holding on to, especially since after my sister told me, um... After one relationship, that she was like, "Yeah, you won yourself. You wasn't dressing like you normally dress. Like, you. like you was coming to the house sometimes. I'd be like, whatever, you know, like." But that ain't how. Where you was normally. I? Cause that ain't how you. Normally. Did I not notice this? That <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> not how you normally come, right? And so when I said back and I thought about it and I was like, "Dang, that was true." You know, I did. I do remember going into the closet and um not picking up like. I'm not going to wear this because they're going to have this on. So if I wear this, then I'm going to be too overdressed. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up being like, I'm just put this on. And so now I'm getting back to that person of like, I don't give a damn. Whatever I say I want to put on. I'm oh. gonna put on. Mm-hmm. And if you wear what you wear, then that's just what you wear. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna wear what I wanna wear because that's what's gonna make me feel good. And then I had gained weight during that particular relationship. Actually got to my heaviest. And then they told me um, they had a weight issue too. Mm. Now you like. I'm in my heaviest. You have childhood things about weight anyway. So looking back, a lot of my relationships played on my lack of emotions and my self-esteem.
1: Mmm. Mmm.
0: Had a thought, though. For the record, y'all,
1: she's saying they, she means
0: him. Oh. Well, yeah.
1: They mean something different now. (laughs) It's true. He. (laughs) um, They probably
0: like, no, 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 no! It's always been him. So, it's always, always been a him. So that's something we didn't know about it No, 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 no! It's always been him. But yeah, sorry, y'all know I always gotta look. I'm over there. I'm like, and I didn't even catch on it when I just kept saying they. I just was trying to pre- like, like protect the, you know, the innocent look, in the wood, innocent. Uh huh. And you just told the world that you're they. And like, no, 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 no! <laughs> it's always him. Him, 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 him. I am she. Her, hers, all that, and I like him, hims, hims, him <laughs> Him.
1: But no, for real though. That's that's good. But I thought that was just a little funny insert. Back to our schedule program. Mm-hmm. But no, that's that's so true. Like, um, realizing that you're losing yourself, right? Or that you're building. But you don't a even character. realize what, you're well yourself. afterwards, right. So I'm saying like if we can, those mm-hmm. who are watching, who may be in a toxic relationship, it's important to incorporate those things about self. Again, self-care is not selfish, but it's being selfish, taking care of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes what we do, men and women, I say we, cause I'm a woman, but what we do, we build ourselves based off of what the man wants. Yep. And then what about when that man gone? Mm -hmm. You may not be built on or built in a way that is what somebody else wants, right? Mm -hmm. Or even what yourself want. Mm -hmm. I now stop wearing my hair away, stop getting my nails done a certain way, only getting this, only getting this. And then I realize I don't even like this. Mm -hmm. I only did this, this, and that because he Mm -hmm. wanted this or she wanted that. We have to be able to build ourselves up on what's best for us and not what's best for that person that we with that's toxic mm-hmm.
0: that's a that's a toxic trait right that's true because even when you think about me. even <laughs> you think about um i was thinking as you were talking but even <laughs> as you're talking about changing certain things like i had one person who was you know when i got into college and got a hold of soul wings, at one point you couldn't keep me out of a soul wing. I kept a sewing regularly. I became natural because I kept taking my hair out, putting a sewing in, taking my hair out, putting a sewing in, or whatever. And that was just my thing that I stuck with. Um, and then I, you know, played with color and stuff like that. But I remember dating people who didn't really care for weed. And then dating people who, um, or dating a guy who loved, you know, the natural mm-hmm. hair. And at the time I was, I just, like I said, I became natural by default, but I will say my hair was something I never compromised on. I mean, not compromised. I never gave up. Right. I would meet a you in way. Yeah. Like, okay, well, instead of just getting my, taking my soul in now, out, it for a day to get nothing and put in, I'll give you two weeks of my regular hair. hmm or I'll give you, I'll wear my natural, you know, mm-hmm. for a little while. But yeah. best believe a weave coming back in there. Best believe I'm gonna mm-hmm. put some braids or something in my head. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. So I will say that that was one thing that I, and maybe there was just, because there was one thing I never played about. Yeah. With my hair yeah. and makeup. I never played with, once I got into wearing makeup, I would not wear it mm-hmm. sometimes. But then if I wanted to wear it, then he I was wearing to wear it. it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't I don't think that there was many things that I like as far as appearance that I changed, maybe more so like just internal things, things that I had to or I felt like I needed to accept. Mm-hmm. Right. Almost like being gaslighted, feeling like you're not enough for mm-hmm. this person because you need this, this and a third. Like I can remember at one point in time accepting so much stuff where I'm like, OK, I've been your girlfriend. I've been your main chick. I've been your side chick. Clearly, it don't matter what the title is, this not going to work. So reestablishing, redefining the things that you need or the things that you want to be in a relationship. Because when, when I had to tell myself that, like you've been the girlfriend, you've been the main chick, you've been the side chick, you've been the spin a night. chick Like you just been everything. What more can I do? I didn't get, I didn't gave you every piece of that I could have been. And I done been, or been in all those roles for you to try to make you comfortable, to make you love me and it's like that's toxic that's toxic of course not knowing it until you are probably right at the end because what they say women we we don't leave physically first we leave emotionally uh, mentally or emotionally first so i had to then accept accept get kept getting beat 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 down until i realized like damn i'm I'm tired of getting beat. No, it don't matter how good you are to me around people. It don't matter how good you act in front of or what you paying for, what you covering, what you, how close our family is.
0: Toxic. Good day. And sometimes, you know, we talk about social media and stuff like that. And, um, you know, you're looking at people and they seem so happy and they have this and they have that. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of like, you know, a dang, you know, you know. Well, maybe I can't have that. Or, you know, societal pressures, which we talked about those, tend to play on you. And so you're like, well, shit, I ain't getting no older. And if this is what mm-hmm. I got, if I break up. So I remember that being my thought in yeah. one of my relationships of like, girl, you wanted to be married by a certain time. You mm-hmm. wanted to have kids by a certain time. And it's like, if you leave or, you know, whatever, you don't even know when the next situation going to come. You don't even know if you'll have a man by the Then mm-hmm. Y'all got to date for ex amount of time and then all this has to be in into play so it's like either you're gonna stay and you're gonna take it or you're just gonna leave and then be startled the on. that they talk about when you're 40 some years old and you ain't married ain't got no kids mm-hmm. and they're talking about something wrong with you mm-hmm. and the whole time you like but i'm also not happy here mm-hmm. You see, um, before we started talking, I was saying, you know, sometimes it's based off what you see as well. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying, even when my sister came on, she was like, Mm -hmm. well, we don't, we didn't have many good examples. And we Mm -hmm. don't. My dad recently got remarried. And I will, you know, it took me a little minute to kind of get over the things that I saw him doing with his current wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because we don't want you to do that all this time. or mm-hmm. my mom been wanting you to be this type of man. Mm-hmm. There's still some stuff in him that I see. But <laughs> I see him being a little more emotional supportive. I mm-hmm. see him being a little more involved. And it could be because he don't have the pressures of taking care of a family anymore. Mm-hmm. Just seeing seeing that, but then like what I saw with him and my mom Mm -hmm. wasn't always the best thing. And so it shaped me and my sister. Mm -hmm. When we both got grown and we was able to talk about it, that I felt that cheating was a thing. Mm
1: -hmm. But one
0: thing that I said I was never going to do was be in a position to where I had to need you. Mm -hmm. Because I always deciphered needing you and wanting you. Mm -hmm. If I was with you, I wanted you.
1: Not because I needed you. Not I needed you. Mm -hmm.
0: I love my mom, but part of her staying was because she needed me. Mm -hmm. And if I went off, then how am I going to afford somewhere else? My daddy provided a blanket that... Kept me in the toxicity. That kept me in it. And Mm -hmm. so you spent many years being unhappy. And so when you look back, you're looking like you're thinking it's people who are so in love and so this and so that. And in actuality, they go home. I remember going in part of my, and maybe it's why I don't like the whole fake shit. Mm -hmm. Because I would see the United Mm Front in front of people. But then when we got home.
1: It was a totally different
0: story. You went to your room, you went to your room. Mm-hmm. or the United Front because family was in town and they came over yeah. and we all cooking. <laughs> yeah, but then when they left, you into your room, you went into your room, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, now nah, y'all just get fake, <laughs> <laughs> and so and it just like I don't do the fake shit. Yeah, either I we schooled. either we good or we not. Mm-hmm. Now I do understand like if there's like a little conflict of like okay, right. We ain't seeing eye to eye right now, but we both still good. Mm-hmm. Like some people say, I don't care how mad you is, come put your leg on me mm-hmm. and we go in the bed. Put,
1: oh, put that leg on me That's and different. let me I'm put not my saying
0: leg like on like that. I'm saying like y'all been like this. going through that right absolutely and it ain't no secret mm-hmm. that it's been that mm-hmm. so why are we faking
1: mm-hmm. like it's
0: not that? yeah yeah and I, I think that the things
1: that we've been through in our experiences the things that we saw definitely plays a factor into who we are you know it it plays a factor into the things that we accept because even for me like my mom and my dad were together and They had a good relationship for the most part, but I do remember the conflict. I do remember the abuse in the relationship. I do remember the drinking in the relationship. Like I remember those things. And so for me, either, you know, I say all the time that your experiences are going to do one of two things, either you're going to accept and do what that relationship or that situation taught you, or you're going to do the total opposite. And so to be able to reflect and look back and say what things that I went through or experienced affect me or. play a part on how I move forward. Like, you know how people say, well, you can't say what you'll do if you were in an abusive relationship. Oh, I saw that zero, zero tolerance. You lift your hand. We're done. Mm -hmm. I don't care what experience I have to go through. You lift your hand to me. We are done Mm -hmm. period. I mean, thank the Lord. I, I have never been in a situation in any relationship. I've been through several toxic relationships, Mm -hmm. but never where abuse had to be my reason for leaving. But, oh, trust me, through the experiences and the things that I've been through. But then if you want to flip that, along with that abuse came the yelling and the screaming and that. And I know that that's a character defect that I did pick up Mm -hmm. because I feel like if I could just yell at you and I don't got to whoop you, then we in good shape. Mm -hmm. Because of that abuse foundation, as you go through your personal growth journey, healing journey, whatever, those are the things that you work on. So and Des tell you, I get offended. He'll be like, you too loud. And I'm like don't tell me but then I have to check myself like well you right like my naturally and we use it as an excuse but I mean but that is kind of true for me my voice is naturally loud but Mm -hmm. that's still no excuse it's still no excuse because that's a a component that I should be able to control while we talk about toxic relationships and the ones that we've been in we got to make sure that we not The toxic, because Mm -hmm. at the same place, I could say I've been in several relationships. I'm sure them relationships that I was in and he probably saying, too. Yeah, I was in a toxic relationship with her Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the same some of the same toxic things that may have been presented or I accepted. I probably gave some of those Mm -hmm. back based off of the things that I've been through.
0: And I think and it is also based on like what you may deem is toxic. You talking about the yelling and stuff like that, but some men like this stuff. True. Some men will get you riled up because in whatever twisted way, it's a turn on for them. They will rile you up so that we can argue and I can knock your brains out later.
1: Baby, not my husband. He'll turn around and not talk to me. He'll sit there. I'll be all over him and everything. That nigga don't kill. He will not. He won't look, make eye contact. Nothing. He'll be like, you You done? You done?
0: <laughs> Mary J. Blige had a whole song about, about that. that. hood love, we be fussing, we be screaming, we be breaking up, then we be making up, whatever she said. I in that told song. y'all
1: she know every song. I never heard that song y'all in heard my that song? life.
0: We got hood love. We be missing them song. But I don't know all the words, but I know she said they got hood love.
1: That girl be knowing them songs.
0: But anyway. Yeah, that's true too. And I think I had like a moment of like Wondering about because sometimes you do have to check yourself for mm-hmm. your shit. Like I said, I know I can be like when one of them said, "Sometimes it ain't what you say, it's how you say." It. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you say stuff and whatever, and I'm like looking back, I'm like, "Yeah, I probably do say some stuff." Mm-hmm. My intention behind it may not be when I'm mad. Is. My
1: intentions be every bit of what it came what came out when I'm mad. My intention, and that's the that's the character defect. Uh, I think I was just talking to my sister about this, where. When you're controlling your anger, but when we're mad or being mad, saying things that hurt because you're hurt in the moment, your natural reaction is to hurt back. Mm-hmm. You go, man, I you, I will go straight for the mm-hmm. chop you off at the neck. And it is, it is not because what I'm saying is probably something that needs to be said, mm-hmm. but how I said it. Was damaging, and that can one put you in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and also get you out of one.
0: <laughs> and if we, and it's depending on how the arg or the conversation going, if we're arguing and, I am, and I'm feeling your aggression, and so then I have my aggression, like I say, mm-hmm. you know, I tend to date men stronger and bigger than me. Well, I don't know about one of them, but I think he, he I probably could have had him, but. <laughs> my thing be if since I know I can't beat your ass and I'm going to cut you where it hurt and, I, and so I may go low I may say some stuff and, and then, am I saying that that's cool no it's not mm-hmm. but I'm also but I also made myself self aware enough to be like okay let me go take a minute absolutely and then I also but I also have to respect the fact that they say they need a minute I need a minute absolutely, absolutely. because absolutely. I'm going to say something to you that I really don't mean but because we're in this defense mode, because we both got our, our aggressions up, I'm just going to back away real quick.
1: All weapons out. It, it's important to take that moment. It's important to respect when that person needs that moment. Because, like you said, all weapons, baby, all guns out, knives, swords, ropes, everything. Because if you say something that was damaging to me, I'm going to use whatever tool, equipment, weapon I have to get you back and of course that is something that should be worked on we got to notice when those things are happening mm-hmm. noticing when you're doing those things and try to stop yourself in a moment because it's hard to break patterns like that mm-hmm. but of course when you're thinking about you know oh I want me a good man I want me a good woman you also got to make sure that you're being that good man or being that good woman too
0: and I see some people say um Sometimes having that good man requires you to break those those other things that you were used to. Like the current person, you know, I said, oh, we rarely argue. But we rarely argue because his thing is like, yeah, I'm not going to go there with you today. <laughs> Even though we don't, that level of our personalities is like, yeah, I'm not about that. I could see that. Go there with you. I could see that. And and that's me because I would walk away. or be like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're just
1: going to have to yeah. agree to disagree.
0: hmm Okay. <laughs> and if you keep going and I'm walking away and I'm hitting my neck thing, I'm a clean. Yep. I'm Brand Junior. I'm a clean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Straighten up. All right. Yep. Tidy. Tidy up. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm like... Well, I said I was gonna say, you know, because I'm like, at this point, you you're provoking me, you're provoking me. And so then, after a while, after a while, I'm gonna be like, all right, then, what you want to <laughs> say? You want to show out? Let's, let's go. What, what I used to say, you want to show, show out, out for the people? <laughs> it's gonna be ding ding, motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> Cause I done told your ass I've been you you right you right because because like we talking about picking your battles uh huh at this point we ain't we, we- not a green we ain't saying out of eye let's just leave let's it alone on where you at I'm stuck on where I'm at let's just leave it where it's at yeah. I'm done we can talk about this later but not right now I'm done mm-hmm. but if you keep going and you keep poking the bag you know what you're gonna get that bear gonna strike you back so then it makes you be like okay wait a goddamn a god darn minute.
1: Now, you guys, in no way, shape or form are we telling you that these are not toxic behaviors. What we're saying is the things that we've done, we've recognized who we are. We've, I guess, figured out how we're going to prioritize those things in our lives. Am I am I going to use it? Am I going to try to break it? Probably so.
0: But knowing that you are. Okay. yes, you are. Come on. We can't be sitting here telling the people that to do better and then we ain't going to do better. No, we are.
1: But I'm saying like I'm saying probably so, because if I when I recognize it, I'm going to want to do something different, but not saying that it's going to happen right then when I say that I'm that I want it to change.
0: But that's what that's what working going to mean Yeah. Which is gonna take us to, you know, if you're gonna stay in a situation that is a level of toxicity that you're cool with, uh. it is making yourself Holding that space for you and your partner to, to adjust to that change. Mm. So you, and you're not gonna, we ain't gonna, I'm not gonna unlearn 27, 28 mm-hmm. years of behaviors, behaviors, patterns, and emotions. Patterns in those six, month. Hell not even six years because you're still used to that. Your body is still used to that mm-hmm. that okay, oh I know how this feels. We we remember this and that's what we're
1: gonna do. Absolutely. Cause that's definitely what happened. What happens is uh, just like any pattern when we're trying to set a pattern what what do we do when we're trying to set a pattern to start working out or to eat healthy or whatnot. We have to change and withhold things. I can go to five guys. I can't go to I'm going to Wingstop. I can go to Wendy's can't do those things I have to be able to break the pattern but what does our body do the day one that we decide that we're gonna go on a diet or we're gonna work out what happens somebody bringing donuts in the break break room all the commercials about burgers is popping up pizza everything coming up 50 cent burger day 50 cent burger day yesterday they said it was pepperoni day just all of those things are gonna come up and it's hard to break that pattern and say you know what I'll just start tomorrow naturally when we want to break a pattern you have to show your yourself grace and say, okay, this isn't going to happen instantly, but what can happen is I can take and make steps for that change. I'm noticing it. I tell my clients all the time. I even try to tell myself noticing your body when something feels familiar, when it seems familiar and it's that toxic trait or that, um, character defect, you have to notice that and say, okay, I'm going to do something different. Now, if you don't want to do something different and you want to keep producing because what they say when you keep doing the same thing over and over you're going to pre- you're going to get the same results mm-hmm. so if you're not changing your person places things mm-hmm. you're going to get the same results
0: you are and then another thing too if, you cho- if you're if you choosing to work through these things with your partner mm-hmm. then you need to have that open and, those open and honest conversations mm-hmm. and sometimes those open and honest conversations may seem like this is a toxic environment mm-hmm. and it's really not because some when you're being open and honest you're saying things that that person may not want to hear anyway mm-hmm. having that conversation if you are somebody who's had who you know y'all know okay we was this when we got together you gained this way how do you tell your your partner, hey, you know, I'm feeling a way about this. Mm -hmm. Or um, if they're, shit, I don't know, they used to clean or whatever. I don't feel this way. Or I feel neglected. You give the kids more time than you give me. Mm -hmm. You give these, you give your friends more time. Or whatever. You have to be able to tell that. And it may hurt those mm-hmm. people. You, Hey, truth be told, you got some poor spending hacks. <laughs> and I don't think you need to be managing the money in the household no more. Something like whatever it is that you need to be open and honest about that person about. And it may hurt their feelings. But I always say this. I rather you hurt me with the truth than spare my feelings with a me. lie. Absolutely, that's good. My feelings may be hurt, but I will forever respect you for being honest, honest. with me. Absolutely, that's good. And if you're lying to me and it comes out that you're lying to me, not only am I going to be hurt because you lied, but I, but my respect for you will mm. never be back there. Absolutely, that way absolutely,
1: that's true. That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Also, remembering
1: to not dwell on the past if you do decide to stay and those toxic traits presented, and you guys have come to the conclusion, we we don't want to continue to this relationship, this friendship, this family member, this cousin relationship, whatever, in toxic, then you can't dwell on. Because one thing we can't do is we can't change things that has been done. We can't change things that has been said. So we have to remember that if I'm deciding to move forward, then we can't dwell on the things that, well, well, the last time you did this, this is what you did. That's not helping us to move forward. That's not helping us grow. Because when you do that, all the steps that you have made forward, you have then picked them up and placed them back into where they were before. We don't want to do that. When we decide to make the decision to move forward in this relationship and to make it untoxic, mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have to remember to not dwell on the past.
0: And hold yourself accountable. Take mm-hmm. res- make you take responsibility for your your issue in the problem as well. Mm-hmm. If I recognize some things, if we having a conflict and I recognize, okay, this is where I could have been wrong. Um, prime example, getting, you know, we, we had a tit for tat for him asking me something. But he wouldn't ask, he would just say. <laughs> and so then I would have something to say back. Because in my mind, it was, are oh, you asking me or are you telling me? Because mm. truth be told, I ain't got to do none of this. Facts. So then having that open communication and saying, when you do this,
1: this is how I feel. This
0: it. may be, this may not be how you mean it, but this is how I take it. And because I take it this way is why it comes off as this way.
1: That's good. A lot of people do not get that. And not just from me, I'm speaking because of course I'm, I date men, but well, none no more, but well, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, but, Lord. <laughs> babe, I'm not dating nobody.
0: <laughs> I only have eyes
1: <laughs> Oh, That came off so wrong. But anywho, yeah. you know what I mean? It's hard for you to understand that just because you gave something a certain way does not mean that that person is going to receive it the way that you gave it so sometimes you have to apologize mm-hmm. or reiterate mm-hmm. restate what you mean so that your partner spouse whoever can receive it in the way that they understand mm-hmm. not in the way that you decided to give it but in a way that you that that they can receive it mm-hmm. because if you hurt their feelings based off of something that you gave not what you did what you were saying but how you said it and you have to you got to go back and apologize and figure Mm -hmm. out for the next time well how can I deliver this in a way that they'll be able to receive it because if not we're going to stay toxic well you too soft everything hurt your feelings you all I was doing was saying no go Mm -hmm. ahead and say well okay I respect how you know we teach the we teach our clients to say when you did this I felt like this so that it doesn't seem confrontational. Like I'm not accusing you. Mm -hmm. You said that to hurt me. No, he probably didn't. Or she probably didn't. Mm -hmm. But when they said it, it hurt you. Mm -hmm. Tell them that because what people can't do is, and we said on here before, no one can take your feelings away from you. Mm -hmm. So your feeling is your feeling. And if that made you feel that way, then it's healthy to voice Mm it. True.
0: And I just like, they had to apologize for their part. I Mm -hmm. had to apologize for my, even though it was a reaction to an action, Mm -hmm. but it was like, okay, I know that I was being smart, like some people say, in my response. So before we do this raff, or you feel like, well, I can't come to her because she always, and then it's like, oh, whoo. Key is coming at me like this, it's saying, Okay, you make I'm not saying it's how you mean it, mm-hmm. but to me, this is how I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. So, when, it, when you come to me like this, this is gonna be my reaction, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying my reaction is right, mm-hmm. and so yeah, absolutely. And it's always why you have people like Shakura if you. Well, I recommend in any toxic situation, in any breakup, I do recommend if you don't talk to your friends, at least go talk to a therapist. Yes. I don't think I would have gotten over my last breakup without going to an an actual therapist.
1: Oh, yeah. It's important. It's important, guys. and. I'm glad Ebony was able to say that before me, because most times when a person hear a therapist saying you should see a therapist, they think, oh, you're just saying that because you're a therapist. But you guys, mental health matters so much, like taking care of yourself, noticing when your health and wellness isn't intact or it doesn't feel stable, then seeking out that help, of course, leaning on your supports, but. Sometimes, from your supports around you, you'll get a biased feeling. Mm -hmm. You'll get the biased thoughts and help, right? So, more times than often, I get clients who come into my office and they say, Well, you know, I really just needed to be able to talk with someone because I'm going to get a biased opinion, a Mm -hmm. biased thoughts from family, friends. They're going to naturally, our friends naturally, our family naturally want to protect us. So, they may okay some of our wrongdoings. They may okay some of the things that we should accept and say, "Oh no, girl! Well, you know we talked about that last time. Girl, cook him a meal and give him some. You'll be fine. No, we need seeking professional help is is going to be beneficial. If you can, I do recommend."
0: And for the record, Shakura did not recommend therapy to me. I reached out to Shakura and asked her because because she cannot be my personal therapist. So Mm -hmm. I reached out to her and I said, can you send me a list of people? And she did. Yeah, it was very beneficial.
1: Yes. So if you know me personally, I can't see you as a therapist, as your therapist, but I do know several great therapists. So if you need somebody, reach out. As always, if you want to reach one of us, cause Ebony still have her list of the therapists that I sent her probably too. So if you do if need not, that,
0: I know their names. It, I remember some of their names. Right.
1: Anyway. And, and I'm sure she can just go on my page and find them somewhere. Mm. But if you do need that help, if you need that extra support from one of us, reach out to us. Same way that if you needed a, or had a topic discussion, suggestion, anything to reach out to us, social
0: media on our podcast page, anything, please do so. And that podcast email is unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com.
1: That is unapologetically us. <laughs> all minds clear. All minds clear. Thank y'all for joining
0: <laughs> us today. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, rate us on all podcast platforms. And until the next time, bye y'all. Bye. Stay toxic. No, stop. <laughs>